the church, there are three great mysteries. The mystery of Christmas, the mystery of Easter, and the mystery of Pentecost. And these mysteries are so great, so big and wonderful, that people often just walk by them and don't even realize they are happening. So the church created times to help people get ready so that they could enter into the mystery more fully. Here we have the time of getting ready for the mystery of Christmas, the time of Advent. It is one, two, three, four, four weeks long. The color is purple, a serious color, the color of kings. Here is the season of getting ready for Easter. This season is called Lent. It is one, two, three, four, five, six, six weeks. That's two weeks more than getting ready for Christmas. And that's because the mystery of Easter is so much greater than the mystery of Christmas. And in fact, the mystery and the joy of Easter is so great that it carries on for six more Sundays. On Easter, Jesus died, but then he rose again and became and came with to be with the apostles in a new way. And their joy was so great, they were so happy to be with Jesus again. Until finally, they, one day when the apostles were with Jesus, they went outside to the city of Jerusalem. And they looked up, and they saw Jesus go up. And three days later, the Holy Spirit came down, and the church was born. And the apostles were filled with the fire of God, and they were more alive than they had ever been. And their tongues were like fire. And so that, that is why the color of Pentecost is red, because it is, ouch, hot, hot like fire. And here are the green growing days of the church. It is kind of quiet, but it doesn't mean that things aren't happening. Here is the time when you get out of school and summer vacation begins. And everyone goes camping, everyone goes traveling, goes swimming, and the sun stays out later and later. And you know what? Sometimes you might even go to bed before the sun goes down because there's just so much light. And then the sun starts to go down earlier. And before you know it, it's time to get back to school. And you buy new books and you meet a new teacher sometimes and you make new friends. And just as you are about to get used to everything new again, there is less light and things are getting a little darker earlier. And just when it looks like the light is about to disappear, we light the first candle of Advent. Now, we have three great mysteries in the church. We have Christmas, Easter, and Pentecost. And these mysteries are so wonderful and so great that the church has put aside time to help us get ready to enter into those mysteries. But we also use candles to help us remember 
how wonderful and how joyful these gifts are. I wonder if you've ever seen the Paschal candle or the Easter candle in the church. It is a big white candle that the priest lights on these very special occasions. It is a light to remind us that all of our light comes from the one great light, the light of the world. So we light the Paschal candles on our three big feast days, on Christmas, on Easter, and on Pentecost. We also light special candles. We do not light the Paschal candles, but we light special candles in Advent too to help us get ready for Easter, sorry, for Christmas. But, and these candles are purple sometimes, the color of kings, or sometimes they're blue to remind us of Mary because there would be no baby Jesus without the mother Mary. And I wonder if you've seen these candles at Emmanuel. Maybe you have these candles, these three blue or three purple and one pink one at home. And I wonder, maybe some of you have even liked these candles at Emmanuel. So there are four candles. And now here's the other season for getting ready, it's Lent. But we don't light candles during Lent normally, or we don't light special candles during Lent normally. And I wonder why. This is the color purple. It's a serious color. It's also kind of sad. It's the color of kings. Maybe something sad is going to happen to the king, to Jesus. He was the king who was promised, but not the king that was expected. And the preparing for Lent, I was preparing for Easter so much greater than preparing for Advent that when we finally get there, the joy is so great. The mystery and the joy of Easter is so great that it cannot be contained in one Sunday. We light the Paschal every Sunday in the Easter and the Easter and the season of Easter because we are so joyful that we are able to be with Jesus again. Because on Easter, Jesus died. And that was very, very sad. And Jesus came back in a new way. And their joy could not be contained. And there was so much celebration. And they kept on celebrating until Jesus went up into heaven again. But the celebration did not stop there. The Holy Spirit came down from heaven and filled the whole church. And I wonder if that's what happens to the light of Pentecost. Maybe the light that came from above comes and is planted in us to grow quietly during these green seasons. But we don't we don't only light the Paschal candle on these three great mystery days. We light the candle anytime somebody's baptized. And our favorite time to baptize people are on Christmas, Easter, and Pentecost. 
We also like to baptize people on the feast day of our Lord's baptism, which is right after Epiphany. So Epiphany is this Sunday, the Sunday after, well, a few days after Christmas, but we tend to celebrate it on the Sunday. And this is the feast day of our Lord. And we love to baptize people on this day. Maybe you were baptized on this day. And we also like to baptize people on All Souls and All Saints Day, which is somewhere around here. And, you know, you can get baptized on almost any Sunday you want. And any day you get baptized or someone gets baptized, we do light the Paschal candle to remind us all that all of our light came from the one great light. But these are our favorite days to baptize people because it just reminds us again of how joyful it is to be part of God's family. And we baptize people and we light the Paschal candle on all souls and the, the feast day of all saints and all souls on the days that we remember those who have died. Because we remember then that the light has not really gone, it has just changed. And we also light the Paschal candle anytime there is a funeral, again, to remember that the light has not really gone. It has just changed. And we can be with our beloveds the way that Jesus was with his disciples in this great and wonderful time of Easter. Now in the church, we light the Paschal candle during special times to help us pay attention, to help us get ready, but we also light candles for so many other reasons. We have candles on our altar, a candle by the reserved sacrament, and we have these big heavy candles called torches that our acolytes carry in worship. Maybe you have memories of carrying these big heavy torches. And the next time you are in a church, I ask that you take a look around and see how many candles we use in every day, on an everyday Sunday. And on the feast day of the presentation of our Lord Christ in the temple, this is the day that the church celebrates when Jesus is presented to the temple in Jerusalem and Mary's purification um, as required by Jewish law. And this feast is typically celebrated on February 2nd. And it is not only one of the, old, the church's oldest feast days, it is also one of the oldest customs is a long procession of candles with the singing of the song Nunc dimidis. Typically, the candles were blessed, but the candles that were used during the procession were blessed. But soon the tradition expanded to include a blessing over all of the candles that would be used by the church during the year. And it's expanded even more for families at home to bless the candles that they use in our house to remind everyone um, that all of our light came from the one great light. And this is how this feast, that the presentation of our Lord Jesus Christ, um, became known as Candle Mass or Candlemas. And even though the feast day has already passed, it is not too late for us to bless our candles. In a moment, Reverend Elizabeth will bless the Paschal candle. And while she blesses the Paschal candle that we use in worship, 
we are also invited to bless the candles that we use at home too. I've got mine here, so we'll give y'all a moment to grab a candle that you would like to have blessed. And may these candles remind us that all of our light came from the one single light, the light of the world. Amen.